if there isn't a hierarchy and you manage your energy and you do what feels good for you, boundaries become a bit irrelevant. I love the way we do the containers, the clear containers instead of boundaries. The boundaries just for me feel really restrictive and it doesn't give much place for free flow. Welcome to the podcast. I'm Carly Marie. And I'm Jonna Kingsford. And together we are the Million Dollar Mamas. So we're going to talk about boundaries, which for me kind of makes me want to yawn. I think we're going to have a really interesting and maybe a little bit different conversation around boundaries because boundaries aren't something we actually even talk or think about, but a lot of people do. So I think it's something we need to talk about. Um, Clients, coaches, um, colleagues, let's have a bit of a riff on that. You said something, you've said some really interesting things about boundaries. So tell us what a boundaries mean to you. What role do they play in your life, Jana? Oh my gosh. Anytime that there's a buzzword in the coaching industry, I'm like, I'm not using it. Alignment, boundaries, authenticity, like anything that everybody says, I'm like, I ain't saying it. What do I believe? Because it's just like this blanket belief around a certain word. So when everyone said boundaries and it was the buzzword on the coaching industry, I was like, what do I believe then? Boundaries, this, boundaries, that, boundaries, you got to have boundaries, got to have boundaries. And I'm like, what is boundaries feels very restrictive to me. So I look at the word. Yes. Everybody's on the bandwagon of boundaries, but how does it make me feel? It doesn't make me feel good. It makes me feel really restricted. So I came out on the internet years ago and I said, I don't have boundaries. I just don't do anything that's not in alignment. So I used two buzzwords in one. (laughs) (laughs) Confused everybody, but that's how I feel about them. It was It's just like, I don't have boundaries. I can trust myself to fall in love with my clients. I can trust myself to like, uh, you know, have different relationships with clients where they become coaches. They're a client. We're working together. We're collaborating. And I can just trust myself with the dynamic with it and base it, you know, per thing. And having boundaries just feels restrictive to me. So, yeah, that's how I feel about it. But how do you feel about it with the boundary situation? Do you use the word? Um, Not really. I think that they are kind of somehow energetically just there because of who I am as a person and how I kind of own that. So I think that they're not something that I think about. They're almost just like a really natural consequence or something like that but also I just kind of have systems in place right so sometimes clients are like oh I'm so sorry to message you at 10 o'clock at night and I'm like it's fine I'm not going to see it till tomorrow I don't have notifications on so I guess you know because I just kind of choose what feels good for me to do there naturally is a boundary there is that but also I'm just as likely to jump on at 10 o'clock at night because I want to so I'm not going to be like oh, there's a boundary there. I don't go into my Voxer at 10 o'clock at night where like if it's Saturday night and my kids are asleep and Darren's out and I'm sitting there, I'm like, you know what? I feel like going and seeing what's in my Voxer. I'm not going to be like, oh, I'm not allowed to do that. That's a boundary. Like, no, I'm always going to do what I want to do. I'm always going to do what feels good for me to do. And I remember when you'd been mentoring me for years and you were talking about writing a book and I had some ideas for you and I'm like, I don't know, this is crossing a boundary, but hey, Jana, here's what I see for you, right? Like, Here's how I see this going. Here's what here's some ideas I've got. And I kind of didn't think too much about am I crossing a boundary here? I'm like, I feel comfortable enough to do this. I feel like I'm in integrity to do this. And I did. And you were like, wow, that's some really good ideas. And I'm like, do you want me to book coach you? Like I, it'd be an honor. And you were like, let's talk about that. And boom, I'm book coaching you, right? So like 
And then also we're collaborating. I'm like, do you want to run a podcast together? Yeah, totally. Do you want to do a live stream together? Yeah, totally. Like it's not just, hey, is there a boundary here? Is this appropriate? It's, is, does this feel good? Do I want to do that? And I think when you're a mature, high caliber human, you just know that you're just going to manage it. You're going to handle it. If anything ever feels weird, you just kind of go, hey, this feels weird to me. Like, can we check back in on this or something like that? Like when you're dealing with people who are in, a, in alignment to deal with, then it's not a thing. It feels like it's just not a thing. And when you're calling in your soulmate clients, they don't do stuff that doesn't feel good. Like people are like, oh, you know, do you tell people how many times a day they're allowed to vox you? And I'm like, no, Voxes, for anyone who doesn't know, it's just the app that you and I both use for our clients to be able to message us anytime. I'm like, not really. I tell them the sorts of things to come to me with. I tell them it's not a verbal journal necessarily. Um, come to me with an idea or an issue. I kind of give them some guidelines or intention. I more just energetically set an intention. And therefore it's not like, oh, you can send me a maximum of 15 minutes a day. Like that conversation isn't required. And I just don't tend to call in people who are like, I'm going to message you for an hour a day. Like it's just, I'm just not calling in those people. And you're naturally not going to call in those people. If you're, if you're holding an energy of this is who I am and I really respect my time, then other people will too. We show people how to treat us, you know? Yeah. Like, I mean, doesn't Voxer have a limit anyway? I don't know how many people could send that many, like all power to them if they can send that amount of messages. <laughs> <laughs> and most of my clients, if they do a 10 minute riff, they're like, that's a 10 minute riff. You don't need to listen to that. Here's mine, which is so interesting. Cause that's what I do mm. when I message Melanie. And if it's four minutes, I, I say, I put arrows up. I'm like, that's a four minute me riffing it out and coaching myself. Here's the question. And it's like 40 mm. seconds. Mm. And she'll listen. Most of the time she listens to the one. I'm like, don't listen to that. Listen to this one's the one. <laughs> and I, that's so interesting because I have clients do that to me. And it's so interesting because it's clients really work with you. A lot of the times the way you're working with your coach or mentor, mm. I've noticed that happens a lot. So if I'm, you know, working in a way that I really am enjoying. So for example, coming into the mastermind that I'm in every single day and every ish day, when I say every day, that's ish. Mm. And every other day going in there with the riff, here's my riff, here's the thing, here's it, mm. here's my riff, kind of changing it up from day to day. Sometimes here's just what I'm celebrating. Uh, but that's what then my clients do, the same thing. And they really almost they make their own experience and that's the way that I handle things as well. So I think with boundaries and like alignment and things, be the client you want to be the kind of client you want to have. And then you naturally have those, you know, those boundaries, those kind of like so-called boundaries, but it's, it's just things that work with you. Like there's not people, especially at this level of investment. I think what happens is you're not having people that need you they're desiring to work with you so they do and that at that price level it's very much just a desirement it's not a need so they're not needy with 15 minute boxes back to back to back to back to back I don't think mm -hmm. I've ever had that mm -hmm. um but sometimes they'll put like a 10 minute one and they're like you don't need to listen to that one this one down below I've sort of shortened it mm -hmm. and they'll riff and they'll they'll do the stream of consciousness and they'll get it out there so I think in when it relates to boundaries, I'm very much like you. It's just natural. Like I have very clear things that I will and won't do, but 
I also blur the lines as well. Like I blur the lines because sometimes on a Wednesday, I'm just like, I'm just in such a mood today. Like I'm coming in here to say hi. Even though Wednesdays is my day off, I do really like to have like the day off as a nice, clean, mm. clean time where I don't come in. But then there's some times where I will come in um, every couple of weeks or so I'll break my little, you know, goddess day. Wednesday weekends have always been my thing. So those things are pretty natural because they're clear and they're in place already. And yeah, so like they're very much natural. So maybe the other part of this, I think for both of us, the boundaries just become natural. And also that the other part of it is being friends with clients. I think that's a lot of time people talk about the being friends with clients. So I think that's a really good point for us being really great friends, like Mm. bestest friends, Mm. client coach relationship mm. I hopefully would be your bride maid of honor <laughs> please go get married because that would be really fun um, <laughs> you no have pressure. to go to Melbourne it's cold here <laughs> so if anybody's blurring the lines like we're blurring the lines and even with Paula the Ivy when we were traveling around Australia we were at a pub all night together and mm. like what sort of blurring the lines is that that's the next level of blurring the lines um, and also there was this one time where she came over and it was our last night at the caravan park and she came over and we were having a few drinks. And after two drinks, I literally was vomiting in the toilets and she's out there just talking them up for the rest of the night for like four hours. And I'm just in the toilet. I'm just like, yeah, that's coaching client relationship, you know, blurred lines. It was so funny, but like, um, I think, yeah, I think that, that can that happen good. because you don't coach from a pedestal. Yeah. So you're not a guru on a mountaintop going, hey, come and climb. Like if you were to do that and then go and you're vomiting in the toilet because you're a lightweight and you had two drinks, <laughs> right? Like, the, like that wouldn't work if you were coaching from a pedestal. So I think this is the thing is that boundaries become less of a thing when you're doing it all as a human being and that there's just different containers for different things. Like in that environment, sitting at the front of your caravan, like on a beach somewhere, you're not like in a coaching situation. So I think that's helpful for us. We kind of just basically use different apps to be different containers. So it's like in Voxer, you're my mentor. I go to that space to receive. You hold space for me. I kind of receive that you holding of space for me. In WhatsApp, it's the other way around. It's like you can come in there and be like, oh, my God. And I'm not like, oh, my God, she's falling to pieces. She's shit coach. I shouldn't work with her anymore. Like, uh, no, like that's your space. You're a human. (laughs) We have our spaces. And then in like Messenger, we're colleagues. We're just, I mean, everybody's colleagues really, right? There is, if there isn't a hierarchy and you manage your energy and you do what feels good for you, boundaries become a bit irrelevant. Yeah, I think I think I love the way we do do the count the containers, and it's always been really natural. Mm. Like we've we'll we'll be talking in Voxer about it, and we'll just like let's take this over to WhatsApp, or let's take this back over to Messenger, <laughs> and we like know because I think it could get a little blurry, but we really compartmentalize. Like when we're in Voxer, we're doing you're being coached and you're receiving. When we're in Messenger, it's like admin and this and that and that, um, and then you know colleagues. And then when we're in WhatsApp, I'm like, <laughs> help me. And it's just having those clear containers as that's why we specifically did it in the WhatsApp so that it could be a different container. So we are doing things that do create the containers so it compartmentalizes it. And I think it's perfect example when we jumped onto here 
we in our podcast compart like in our compartmentalization of the podcast like long time no see and I was thinking like last week because that's the last podcast <laughs> but we literally just had a session yes <laughs> I was coaching you just then it had clear like it literally just like that mm. wasn't happening in this con- context mm. so I think that if you are doing collaborations with your clients or anyone just having these clear containers instead of boundaries the boundaries just for me feel really restrictive and it doesn't give much place for free flow that's how we do it if anyone's interested in how we do it it works really well another thing um, I've noticed I remember when I was making my soul modes movie and I was finding it really hard and I'm like this is hard and like trying to record the videos it just wasn't flowing out because I work really well on a live stream whereas I was trying to record this and um we ended up I can't remember how it happened whose idea it was but you ended up on FaceTime with me separate to a session you were just like yeah like I want to help you this I said I sort of feel like I need I think it was like I said I need someone to sit there and like ask me questions that I can answer and we figured out we got on FaceTime and you sat there for a good amount of time with me throwing questions at me didn't cross your mind to charge me any extra for that like we'd been working together a really long time but you were just like, of course. And I remember saying afterwards, I was like, that was very, very cool of you to do that. And you were just like, ah, oh, was it? <laughs> you were just like, no, you're my client. Like you were my client a really long time. I want you to make this movie. I want to see this movie get made. I didn't even, didn't even cross my mind to like, I don't know, build yeah, me. Yeah, I think the something. boundaries, yeah. Like I think the boundaries, if there was any boundaries, they dissolve like over time like that's not something I'm going to do with everybody yeah but it just is like you ask a question is it in alignment in that moment yeah let's do that that sounds good or I'm not really keen to do that you would have been like cool but it's because it was in alignment in that moment and I just felt like oh yeah that'd be really cool that's a great idea let's do that Mm -hmm. and I think it's going from situation to situation and just judging each situation and each thing that they come with you as this is how this would go or this would be the best way for this to be and doing it per project or per thing that happens. And I think over time as well with those longer term clients, it's just naturally going to be not boundaries, but it's naturally going to be, you're just excited to do these extra things. And it's just a natural evolution. I think that's more what it is. It's the natural evolution. And then if you had boundaries, you would be restricting that natural evolution over time of let's do a podcast together. Let's do like I did a uh, course with Paula last year in December and with recently just did a workshop with Ellie. And it's just these things, they come to me with the idea and I, I'm like, yeah, I like that. Or that doesn't feel like the right time or that doesn't feel like the right context in this moment. And you just play it by ear with each thing. But the worry is never, am I crossing a line? It's just like, Mm -hmm. does this feel right right now in this moment today? Yes, go with that. You know, if you've had boundaries, you'd stop that natural evolution and that natural, like, I really want to do it, but I can't. Yeah. Yeah. That would not feel good to me. It's not always about what makes sense, right? It's about like what feels good. I reached out to um, to someone who we both know. It hasn't been announced yet, so I won't actually drop the name. But maybe by the time it goes out, I'll put it in the show notes. But keep an eye on my page. 
Um, but I reached out recently and I interviewed someone who I really look up to in a lot of ways. You know, she's been doing some really cool stuff for a long time. Her following is 20 size of the time, the size of mine. Uh, her income's probably about 20 times the size of mine. And it's oh, maybe not quite, but you know, she's been doing some amazing things for a long time. And someone whose ideas I really respect and has really shaped, you know, my work. And I reached out to her recently, I just had this random idea that made no sense. Based on the hierarchy that we all buy into, it made no sense for me as this little fish. I'm not a tiny fish, but there are some bigger fish than me. Um, if it's about fish, which it isn't. But I reached out and said, do you want to run a thing together? I've got an idea of a thing I want to run with you. I want you to be a part of it. I want us to charge this much for it. I want, it to, I want us to split it in this way. And I'm like sitting there, who do I think I am, right? There was that, that conditioned part of me that's like, she's going to laugh. Like, you know, she's like this, this icon in the, in the field that I work in. And, but I'm like, but I have value to bring here. And I reached out and she was like, yeah, let's do it. And I think it'll be announced in the next couple of days. Um, but I've been a client of hers for, in different ways, in various ways. You know, I've jumped into different programs of hers in the past and I'm like going, Hey, like, I want to do, I want to work with you in a different way. What do you think? And because she's a high caliber human who sees a great opportunity is like, actually, yeah, like my soul says yes to that. And I think that that's such a cool thing. Like sometimes it just doesn't make sense. Sometimes it just, your soul just says yes, you know. I think also it bears repeating that you worked with her. Like you're not going to just randomly message somebody who's yeah. really like high up in the world and you don't even know, the answer would have 100% been no. Yeah. But because you had gotten to know each other and that's not the reason you go and work with someone, but you've developed a rapport, you've yeah. developed a relationship and this just makes sense as something that you haven't like, you know, organized ahead of time. Like this would be cool. It's just like, oh my God, this is the best idea ever. I'm going to present it to her and see what she says. And either way you would have been good and it wouldn't have made you feel ill will towards her you would have been just like accepting of whatever she said but it was just an idea you presented but it wouldn't have been able to happen if you hadn't have had the the guts to work with her in the past and establish that relationship beyond you know just that you know a fan and and one of her audience members and somebody that reads her stuff so I think that's a really great way to look at these collaborations and things like that. A lot of my collaborations, actually all of my collaborations have been with clients. I've never mm. done a collaboration with somebody other than a client. Mm. Uh, it's always been a client. It's always been a long-term, like somebody who's been around a while. And it's always been right at that moment, like right for that time, right for that moment, something that I was interested in. So I think for everybody listening to that, it's like not messaging every single mm. person around like, um, you know, I've got this idea. It's be in our world and come be in the world and then it's just going to be a natural evolution, but don't make that be the, you know, the intention. The intention, the intention for you originally with working with her was just mm -hmm. purely to work with her, you know. Yeah, And absolutely. that's been around across the board with everyone you've worked with. So I think it's just letting things naturally take their course and having... Um, and you just wouldn't be able to do that if you you had boundaries, like you had boundaries around how it meant it was supposed to be. And I've seen the other thing I think for this topic is the other day I saw somebody post around having standards mm. that they're not friends with their clients. 
Mm. And I think that's a huge thing. And I, I hear a lot of people talking about it. I thought it was very old school. So I was very surprised to see it. So what's your take on that? I know my like 100% take on being friends with clients, but what do you feel? Like what's your vibe with it? Well, the thing is through my work, I meet some really amazing people. Like, as you said, like you won't coach someone you wouldn't want to learn from, but I kind of feel the same. Like I call in people who often end up, I end up buying their services in some way or, you know, like I meet the most amazing people. So if I was to say, I'm not going to be friends with my clients, oh God, I would be ripping myself off. Like the universe puts people in front of you who are there for your growth and benefit and enrichment and, you know, both ways, like mutually and, I just feel like that would be so sad if I was like, I can't be friends with someone who I met like through my business or who came and bought my thing or who came and worked with me. I just like, no, that my life wouldn't be as good as it is. <laughs> and I'm um, like, the, it's not like I'm like, Hey, let's go for a drink. And then suddenly they're like, okay, so what do you think I should do with my business? I'm like, well, we can book us. Like if that was to happen, I'd be like, well, let's book a session and talk about that what do you want to drink next? <laughs> like, you know, I'm just, or I might be like, you know what you could do? Like an idea may well come through. Like I might just, they might, I'm like, so how are you going? They're like, oh yeah, good. My business doing this and that. I'm like, oh, cool. I'm like, do you know what you could do? You could do this. And I'm not going to be like, oh, Carly, hold that back because this isn't a coaching session. Like, I'm not going to be like, okay, now close your eyes. I'm going to take you through a visualization, <laughs> like probably unlikely, but I could potentially be like, hey, I've got an idea for you. Like I am a human. I can't like turn it off necessarily. I can't turn off my desire to connect with a human on a human level. And I also can't turn off my genius friggin' ideas that I get randomly. So why would I want to? They're all good things. And I get to go around the world being a human with great ideas and that's it. And everyone can just deal with it. <laughs> You know, I think this is the best thing like years ago when I decided to pick back up coaching, I was having so many ideas and I've mm -hmm. only got one business. Mm. And I was like, I need my ideas to be able to flex on other businesses. And it's like my itch gets scratched by going this podcast idea. One of my clients is right now doing a 12 books in 12 months challenge that I put her on. Cause she was like, I just wrote a book and it was so easy. And I'm just like, what the hell? So now she's doing 12 books in 12 months and she's up to a second. It got printed and everything within writing it in a month. And I'm just like, these ideas are so fun. And then I get these post ideas that that's not relevant for me. And I'm like, here's this idea, this idea. Oh my God, I would love to do that, but I'm not going to do that. When Paula came along, it was very much the same. I was like, oh my God, thank God. Somebody can teach photos because everybody keeps on asking me and I'm not interested in teaching this because everybody was asking me I'm like can you teach this for the people but first you're going to have to be in photos and she's like oh no and she did a Facebook live about that last week which was really interesting so for me with clients um with being the friend it's very similar so I at the risk of having my heart broken you know because you get so close with your clients mm. there was this real definitive you know time for me where if somebody would leave, I would literally lose my mind and be so like basically heartbroken. And I'm like, oh, wow. Okay. So this is what they're talking about with not being friends with the clients because of this, because mm -hmm. of this pain, this emotional turmoil. I feel horrible. I'm crying for days. I remember like crying for like seven days straight and the kids having to console me and hug me. And I had to make the decision. I had this fork in the road where the decision was, 
do I go down that way and I continue to love my clients and have this relationship or do I go this way and close my heart off and just do the coaching thing? And I made a decision that I don't want to do it if it's that way. I only want to do it if it's going to be this reciprocal love where I actually feel like a real affinity with this person and I'm just deeply committed and motivated to help them to achieve the big dreams that they come to me with. So that became the standard for me because you know, when people talk about the standard, they don't not going to be friends with their clients. Like that's my standard. So yeah. my standard is I want to enjoy our time together. So I'm going to open my heart, not close my heart. And that helps me to have that connection and love my Tuesdays. I love <laughs> that. And then it doesn't have to mean like, oh, your contract's complete or whatever. You're dead to me now, right? Like I say to people all the time, I'm like, I will love you as fiercely on the way out as I loved you on the way in. And when I say on the way out, it's coming it's coming into a container, whether it's a coaching container or my membership, Formidable Women, or anything at all, like, or even if you choose to unfollow my stuff for whatever reason, I think getting to a point where, like, as you said, like it, you feel it, right? Your heart is open, um, but it's like, but I can still, I can, I can love you. I can love you whether you're my client or not. It doesn't mean I'm necessarily going to be raving all over your post, right? Like I imagine, you know, for you and me both, probably our clients are coming up in our feed more than other people. So we're, we're kind of, I don't know, cheering people on, but cheering them on in a way that feels good for us to do. Not necessarily like, oh, she's not coaching me anymore. And she, now she doesn't comment on my posts anymore. Right. Like there's no, <laughs> there's friendship doesn't necessarily come with social media engagement. And that's the thing. I think when there's a requirement on a particular friendship or connection or whatever, I think we maybe need to do away with a little bit of that, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I think that's just naturally going to happen like afterwards that it may, it may fall off. Like, it's the chicken or the egg, which one came first? Because sometimes when you're finished with your coach, you stop commenting on theirs. So your stuff mm. is going to stop popping up for them. Mm. And it's going to, because Facebook is based on a friend algorithm. So they're like, maybe they're not friends. So I'm not going to show them their stuff mm. to each other. And the person that used to, you know, be coached by that person is going to feel a little rejected or neglected, but comments and engagement is not a representation of love. Yes. So <laughs> I think that's just equating two things to me the same. Yeah. And, you know, me and you, I am I just struggle to keep up with my own replying to comments on my own posts. Seriously, yes. <laughs> yes, that is a thing for me at the moment. But at the moment, I'm still determined that it's going to be me to do it. I'm, I'm sure that there will come a time when my team chips in a little bit more with that sort of thing because I definitely want to be acknowledging everybody. But we must wind up now. Um obviously come find us on the socials and uh, let us know, maybe come, you know, comment on a video or something and say, Hey, can you do a riff on this? Let us know what you want to hear about on the podcast. You can find links to all our things below. Thank you for hanging out with me today. Yes. Jan. Hashtag million dollar mama's podcast. If you yes. come and say hi to us, just yes. hashtag found you on million, million dollar mama's podcast. Yeah, guys. <laughs> if you loved this episode, make sure you do a screenshot and pop it into your Insta stories and tag us so we can come and love on you. Thank you. Bye.